High School Football on Round Guy Radio was brought to you by Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa. Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, Richardson's Tech Solutions, and Farmers Co-op of Envision Ag of Kyoto, and the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Well, we got Coach McCarty of the Winfield Mount Union Wolves who uh, uh, rolled to their, their uh, opponent, Belle Plain, uh, a little bit like a hot knife through butter, although Scotty Melvin says they didn't have a lot of guys dressed, but they fought pretty hard. They're kind of a blue-collar. Uh, Belle Plain's kind of a blue-collar uh, football team, baseball team, basketball team. Uh, uh, what was the final score of that game? I believe it was 64 to 8. 64 to 8. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about that game. Uh, you know, I, um, I got some texts from Scotty Melvin and said uh, Cam Buffington scored several touchdowns and uh, uh, you guys were looking pretty sharp. Uh, kind of go through the game with me a little bit. Yeah, I, um, you know, when, when we were talking about them being a blue-collar team, I thought they were one of the hardest-playing teams that we've seen this year. Um, you know, they'd faced some adversity. Their top uh, offensive weapon was down. Their number three offensive weapon was down. Um, and I thought they were about as hard playing and, and, and physical team as we've seen since week one, maybe week three with Waco. You know, uh, they're right up there with Central City and Waco as far as their physicality. Um, and they did not quit one bit for one second the entire game. Um, and it, it was it was good for our kids to play a team like that that had no quit and uh, you know, like you said, um, their their offensive game plan was a really good one. Um, they just wanted to take the air out of the ball, give us as few possessions as they could. I think, uh, you know, our first play of the game, we were we started on defense. We gave up a first down right away. We got lost. We didn't read our keys very well. Uh, we gave up a first down. You know, we were expecting to be, uh, you know, we expect our kids to be doing what they're supposed to do, and we gave up one that we shouldn't have. I mean, they moved the ball, but we ended up getting a punt out of them. Oh, excuse me. Cam had an interception to start the uh, defense. We get the ball back with our first play. We score a touchdown. They get the ball. Next thing you know, it's the second quarter. We haven't had the ball but one one play. Um, You know, we run two more plays. We score a touchdown. So we got two touchdowns and three plays. Um, And and we're up 16-0. And then they're able to move the ball down. And uh, they – they uh, they scored a touchdown. So we're talking uh, 16-8 in the middle of the second quarter. Um, and then our kids really, they bowed up a little bit. They did a really nice job of uh, tightening up on defense. And then on offense, we were able to uh, to play. Uh, at one point, we had 13 plays and six touchdowns. Um, so we were incredibly efficient on offense. Um, you know, we scored 32 points in the second quarter, uh, you know, to put ourselves up there. What is that, 48-8? to eight. Uh, But you know what? It was one of those things with the way that they were playing – we were up 40 points at halftime and it didn't feel comfortable. Um, you know, it just, it was one of those things, even at the end of the night, you look at the scoreboard and we were up 60 points or, you know, 55 points or whatever. And you just didn't feel good about it until it was, um, you know, under a minute where, you know, they can't, they can't make a comeback there. But it was just one of those things where um, the way they played made you uncomfortable because you, you kind of knew what they were going to do, but you couldn't necessarily stop them behind the line of scrimmage all the time. So um, hats off to them. They did a really nice job. Uh, you know, for the adversity they were facing and, and how they played. 
Um, but, you know, you got to give our kids credit, too. They did a really nice job of stepping up to the challenge and, and playing a full game. Well, uh, is there anything um, – Let's. is there any defense or anything you'd like to talk about, players in general, that maybe scored a lot or, or did it turn, got some turnovers or, or... – Yeah. Uh, a name we don't talk about very often is uh, Lane Ginkiger. He kind of gets lost in the mix with some of the guys that have bigger stats. Um, you know, and Lane, I think, had two touch, two fumble recoveries and an interception for us. So uh, he got three tu- uh, three turnovers. Um, Cam had one, but, you know, Lane did a really nice job. He's a guy that we don't talk about a lot. He's nose guard and sometimes defensive end for us and can scoot back and play linebacker as a junior, um, you know, and, and he was Johnny on the spot for us on a couple of the fumbles and, and uh, you know, created, uh, you know, three turnovers. Uh, you know, we won the turnover battle four to nothing, um, you know, so – it was just uh, it was nice for him to, to do a nice job. Jake Edwards did a really nice job for us in the passing game once again. Um, very efficient, five for nine, 148 yards, three touchdowns. Um, you know, we had four, or excuse me, we had five rushing touchdowns. Jake even had one of those. Um, you know, so he stepped up and did a really nice job for us. Cam did a really good job for us in the rush game with 12 carries for 192 yards. Cole Milks, once again, um, kind of a – Nice, nice uh, change up for us. Um, you know, he had six carries for 80 plus yards in the tidy for us. So, um, you know, really good job of, of spreading the ball around there as a quarterback. Um, and, and, you know, Cam had one catch. Abram had a catch. Carter had a catch. All three of those guys, their one catches were 40 plus yard touchdowns. Um, and Cole had a catch for 30 yards. That almost went for a touchdown. So, um, you know, offensively, we were clicking. And, and defensively, our guys did a really nice job in the second half of really shutting them down. Well, uh, uh, how about your special teams? Yeah, um, you know, kickoff is still kind of adventure for us sometimes. Um, you know, we've got to make sure we hit our spots and cover that up. Um, you know, right now um, we're, we're struggling in that in that position to make sure we hit our spots and do those kind of things. Um, you know, we saw a couple punts. Uh, they did get a fake punt on us, so we'll make sure we sure that up as we move forward this week. Um, you know, I think it was kind of a lack of uh, – I don't want to say lack of focus, but a lack of execution on our part, um, you know, and so it's just one of those things that uh, we did not have to punt once again, which is nice. Um, but at the same time, you know, we got to make sure we're ready to go and, and all special teams are rip roaring ready, ready to execute on Fridays. All right. Is there anything else about this game you want to talk about? Not really. It's just a full team effort. Um, you know, we got four quarters out of our starters. Uh, we didn't pull them till late. In the game, just like I said, we didn't have a super uh, positive feeling about where we were at. And then you look at the scoreboard and it kind of told a different story. But uh, it's just one of those things that you're glad, you know, you make the playoffs. Uh, we, you know, first round, um, you took care of business and, and, you know, we're able to survive in advance at this point. So, uh, you know, we're excited about that. Well, uh, I'm kind of excited about this next uh, uh, game or two you're going to be playing here. Uh First, let's tell about talk about this pod. Who's all in this pod that you got assigned to? So, in our pod is uh, we'll play Moravia first round. Uh, we played them last year. We did not play them this year. Um, and then we have Way- the the Waco and Bosco are the other Don Bosco are the two other teams. And that, and I think that game's a very interesting game. Um, I haven't seen Bosco a ton on film. Uh, you know, obviously we're pretty familiar with Waco with them being in our district, and, and I think Waco is probably considered the underdog in that. But I think Waco has a really nice chance of, of winning that. And I think we have a chance for a Henry County uh, reunion in the quarterfinals. So, um, you know, I, I think if both teams can take care of business, we'll see a rematch from week three. 
Well, that's that's uh, uh, outstanding. Uh, I don't haven't seen I, I, for some reason I've seen Don Bosco play baseball three four times. Uh, and they're really good at that. There's no question about it. They got a lot of yeah. athletes. Uh, haven't seen or been paying much attention to their their football season. Uh, there's only the one thing I'm a little disappointed in is is uh, is I don't know why they always want to put teams from the same district in these pods. Uh, I think geographically is, is about the only answer you can get right now for that. Um, you know, with, with, uh, kind of the, the top end of the teams, it looks like in the state of Iowa right now are in the Eastern side of the state. Um, you have Bedford on the other side, um, and Remsen, um, you know, they're kind of sitting at a, a five out of the top best. Um, you know, so you've got, you know, you have us, you know, we've, we've been a pretty nice team all year. You have Clarksville, Gladbrook, Central City, uh, Bosco, you know, you know, you've got those teams, um, you got, you know, five of your top eight teams are on the eastern side of the state. And so um, there's, we're kind of log jam over here. So, you know, that's kind of what that looks like. Well, uh, I think we're doing pretty good around here. Uh, looks like 14 of the teams that I, I cover uh, made it to the second round, which is friggin' unbelievable, you know. Uh, uh, and we'll definitely have some more uh, moving forward too. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your opponent, Moravia. They are uh, a team I'm very familiar with for one reason only. Uh, when I'm flipping around and I stay home and I flip around and watch games, uh, Moravia is always playing later than everybody else because they never run any time off of the clock because they're, you know, about uh, uh, 90 seconds of offense is basically two possessions for them. Uh, uh, I really, really like their quarterback, uh, uh, Shane Helmick, and there's a Throckmorton kid uh, on their team that seems to be able to do a lot of damage. Not much. Uh, um, they, they give up a lot of points, um, and they score a lot of points. That seems to be that little corridor of teams out there um, in that kind of central part of the state, west and central part of the state. They don't seem to play much defense. They play a lot of offense, though. And they're used to to putting a lot of points on the board. Have you faced a team that puts as many points on the board this year as these guys do? I mean, you, we played Montezuma, uh, who's in that district, and they were kind of in that same vein, um, you know, where they're very offensive, electric, um, you know, and we were able to hold them to, uh, I think it was 14 points maybe versus our varsity, at least eight versus our varsity. I know they got eight in the first half against our guys. Um you know, so uh, th- this is a good matchup. Uh, you talk about their quarterback, Helmick. Um, he's a really nice ball player. He's a, he's a big kid. Um, you know, he's rushed for 800 yards. He's thrown for 1,600 yards. Um, you know, I think he's like 6'2", 220. You know, nice nice size kid, big arm. Um, they're not asking him to, to chuck the big one like they did last year. They had the, uh, the one receiver last year, the Hawkins kid, that um, could get behind the defense. He could really stretch a defense. Um, you know, and they don't necessarily have that player. Um, so they've adapted a little bit. Uh, you, you mentioned the Throckmorton kid. He leads in receptions and yards for them in touchdowns. Um, but I really think the guy that makes their offense click is number 30. It's that Josh uh, Jackson McDaniel kid. Um, he's, he's small in stature. Um, you know, he's only uh, – let me pull this up here. I'm, I got our scouting report up. 5'7", uh, 150. Um, but he plays plays quicker. He plays really quick. Um, you know, and he's a physical runner. So, um, you know, he, he was kind of second fiddle to the Hawkins kid, Hawkins kid last year. Uh, but he's having himself a nice, nice year this year, 500 uh, yards receiving and uh, 500 yards rushing, you know, so he's got over a thousand all purpose yards. Uh, and so he's a nice ball player. 
Um, you know, and, and I have no doubt that our defensive coordinator, Coach Crawl, is going to have a nice game plan set up for these guys. And and uh, we got a nice group of young men that are going to execute it to the best of their ability, and, and we'll see where we're at. Last year, uh, I didn't hardly see them run ever. Uh, it was just yeah, they, they changed just, a little bit from last year. But they year, did right? run they quite a bit this year. Uh, what do they got for running uh, attack over there? Yeah, they, well, you know, the quarterback, Helmut, he leads – uh, in carries by about 50 carries. Um, a lot of those are designed, but a lot of them are pull them down to runs as well. Um, you know, so he's got, you know, 120 some carries for 800 yards. Then the McDaniel kid, I, I, I mentioned, then they go down by about 50 carries. There's, you know, not a lot of guys with a lot of carries there. So those two are their main, uh, between the two of them, we're looking at 200 carries between those two guys. Um, you know, and then you, you go on the flip side, um, you kind of look at our football team, you know, just kind of give you reference, you know, so they got 200 carries between their top two guys. Uh, when you look at our team, you know, you got Cam with uh, 80 runs and Cole with about 50 runs. So we got 130 carries between our top two guys. Now, those guys don't have a ton of carries, right, because we haven't played all four quarters of a ton of games. Um, and these guys have. They've got a couple close games. You know, they played Montezuma to a two-point game. They played uh, Boyer Valley close at the beginning of the year, um, BGM. You know, they've got a lot of a lot of uh, four-quarter games they've played, so you know sometimes that skews their stats, but that doesn't change the fact that those two guys are are their main ball carriers and, and good players. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I've seen I've seen um, several times over the last couple of years where you know there are these shootouts. You know, these eighty-point, you know, seventy-seven to eighty games, uh, and I, I saw their Montezuma game, and they they're really good at coming back in that fourth, in the last play of the fourth quarter, you know, or, or maybe they've got three minutes left in the game. They'll score three times to, to get, come from behind and win. So uh, uh, they've got a lot going on over there and they're going to be fun. It's going to be a fun game to watch and they're, you'll see the ball up in the air and that helmet can throw the ball deep and he's got good timing and everything. But uh, have you looked at their defense? Uh, if they have one, uh, I'm not sure uh, that they play much defense, to be honest with you. Uh but obviously they got some talent, so they, they may be able to have a player or two to give you some some hard times over there. Yeah, no, they've got some good kids on their defense, and, and they're the same names as as you hear. You know, the the helmet kid plays a, a pretty good linebacker. Um, you know, he's he's third on the team or second on the team in tackles. Excuse me. Um, you know, the Mc, uh, McDaniel kid, uh, he leads the team with seventy four tackles. Helmet is second. They have a really nice sized defensive end, also named McDaniel. Um, he is, let me pull that up five, excuse me. Yeah. five ten, two forty, 240. And he's, an, he's been coached. You can tell, um, he doesn't play with, he, he plays very aggressive, but he's also got some controlled aggression. So, um, you know, they got a couple guys that, uh, that played really well. Um, you know, and a couple guys that I think we may be able to find and, and take advantage of, uh, with our matchups, but you know, for the most part, they're, they're pretty solid. Um, you know, we get to that point where we're to that point in the season now where you, you don't have uh, three or four guys that you can circle on your scouting report to go after. Right. There maybe is is one or two guys and um, Moravia, they, they do have some good defensive things. I think there are some like I said, there's some chances to uh, uh, there's some some areas we can expose with our uh, personnel and in our scheme. But, um, you know, they, they do some good things defensively that can give us fits as well if we don't do what we're supposed to do. Well, how much does it cost? Is it eight bucks for a playoff game? Or? Um, I think that's right. Yeah, but I, 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 want, to, I want to throw a plug in. Um, we had Pilot Grove Savings Bank, a local bank, 
uh, they've paid the, uh, the the fee or whatever it is to stream our game, um, as well as some other local businesses like Anywhere Apparel. That if you uh, if you go to our school website, um, you can find the link to our, our games uh, through our Huddle TV up there. Yeah, that's great. Uh, uh, that, that, I really appreciate the sponsors do that. Those fees get even higher every round that, that you play. Uh, yeah, actually, if I were to tell you that number, you, I mean, you would you'd wrinkle your nose. You hard to believe the number that the state has to do those things. Like seven hundred and fifty dollars, I'm thinking. Five hundred for the first uh, yeah, round. You're not you're not too far off, and it's yeah. uh, it, and it's pretty pretty insane to be pretty honest. steep. Uh, um, I do think they split that with the with the the school though. Uh, um, I, you might not. Be 100% correct. Well, not, I, don't, I don't know how they do it. They, they they got their eye on the money up there at the Iowa yeah, High School. Sure. They, they, they went to this pay-per-view thing at the state tournament, and I don't think they had hardly any anybody watch it at all. No, I, and I, yeah. I mean, that's a whole other conversation we could get in after the season. <laughs> but. but either way, um, all, my point is uh, uh, you're going to pay $8 to see this game and I'm predicting $27 worth of entertainment. Uh, at, at, well, you know, you're, you got some great athletes on this field. Uh, you know, not only your athletes, but they got some, you know, this helmet kit is worth worth seeing. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about what are you going to have to do to be successful in this game? Yeah, we, I mean, we've got to be able to run the ball. Um, you know, I think they're going to they're gonna stack the box against us. Um, and so we've got to be able to make sure we fit our spots. And, and the one thing that we're going to have to uh, really get across to our kids is that, you know, like a three and a half yard gain is a good play. Um, we've been in a position here the last few weeks where we've been able to score easy um, and quickly on big plays. And we have to understand that, um, you know, being methodical on a drive isn't a bad thing. It doesn't mean we're not doing what we're supposed to do. Um, and the same thing on defense. Um, you know, you mentioned, you know, we're playing some quality athletes. And that we're going to have to give up, you know, we might have to give up some points, um, not have to, but we might give up points, um, you know, against this team. Um, they score and they score at a high level, um, you know, and so we might give up 25, 30 points in this game, um, you know, and, and as long as we score more, that's great. But, um, you know, our guys, uh, we kind of have to shift our mindset that it's not going to be a shutout. You're not going to keep them to, to just eight points. Um, you know, that'd be great if we could, but I don't think uh that we can you know they're averaging, I don't know how realistic that is uh i mean they're averaging 51 points a game yeah. right and there was a, a bedford beat them 60 to 6 once early that, that was the first game of the year i think right uh, and, and bedford's a really nice team right yeah there that that was nice. when i started paying attention to bedford and they uh have not disappointed me either this year uh uh well coach i mean this is gonna be an exciting game uh uh, if I had any advice for you, I, I would think ball control and time of position is going to be more important in this game than in any game that you played this year. Do, would you? Absolutely. I mean, I, I think we've got to keep the ball out of their hands, um, you know, and we've got to make sure that we we finish every uh, every possession of ours in the end zone. Um, you know, if we were a if we were a PAT team, um, you know, the the expression is you finish every possession with a kick. Um, you know, whether it's a field goal or a PAT, but uh, you know, we go for two, but um, that's that's what we got to do. We got to be able to finish every end zone or every uh, possession of ours in the end zone. Um, and if we do that, you know, we're going to give ourselves a, a chance. Our defense is pretty solid. Um, you know, we've got a, a a pretty special player as our middle linebacker that can make a lot of plays for us. And um, you know, we think he can do some things against their scheme um, that maybe they haven't seen before. Uh, you know, so um, if we if we can execute what we're supposed to do and and read our keys. 
um, you know, we like where we can be in the fourth quarter and give ourselves a chance to win a ball game. Well, I, uh, I'm going to give you a, a lesson I learned from Pete Rose uh, watching him. I was watching him play the Cubs one time. They were up 9-2. to two. It's like the fifth inning or something, and Pete Rose was on third base. Mike Schmidt hits the ball uh, to the wall, and the outfielder goes inside the ivory to get it, and then you can't even see him until he comes back out. Well, Pete Rose runs to home like his pants are on fire. You know what I mean? And I uh, said, yeah. I know that I thought to myself right then, I said, well, they call him Charlie Hustle, but I mean, That's I think right. that was ridiculous. You know what I mean? Well, it didn't take but a couple more innings, and the Cubs had tied that game up, and it went 17 innings. And I realized right then and there, you can never let off the gas, and yeah. you you can never have enough points, and you definitely can't have enough points against Moravia because they can score so fast. You know? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. That's so, what we talk about our kids about being, we're all gas, no breaks. Yeah, you know, I, we'll, we'll, we'll put the brakes on when it reads zeros across on the fourth quarter. But other than that, we're all gas. So. Yeah, I know you, you, you've you had a lot of games you got up and then you're, you know, you uh, uh, the guys coming out for rest and stuff. But I don't I hope we're not seeing any rest this week because I, I uh, there'll be no rest for the wicked uh, Friday night. Uh, but I, I think you got a, a matchup that, that I, I mean, I don't think there's anybody that I wouldn't think that you had a good matchup against. Uh I think it's going to be a fun game, and I wish you all the best. And and uh, um, I think you're going to keep on moving, uh, as the song from Deep Purple says. Uh, but it was. Uh, uh, is there anything else about this game you want to talk about? No, I'll, I'll take your word on whoever Deep Purple is. It sounds like a great one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I think uh, we might have an age gap there. Yeah, but, we uh, might. Uh, but, but no, uh, I, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, I, I like I said, I and I also appreciate just the. The conversation so we can get the word out about wolves football and, and hopefully we're able to talk about uh next week's opponent next week because we took care of business this week so uh thanks for having me on and we'll talk to you next week all right thanks for being with us high school football on round guy radio was brought to you by iowa tire of fairfield iowa mike's auto sales of muscatine kyoto transmission and repair flint cliffs manufacturing of burlington iowa wester drug of wilton and muscatine Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent. Home plate sports cards of Oskaloosa. Henshaw trailer sales of Richland, Iowa. B&B Propane. Richardson's Tech Solutions. And Farmers Co-op of Envision Ag of Kyoto. And the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa. Soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, 